nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, a podcast of reviews, movies, and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 542, and it is your review of Ashes of Time. And, of course, this is an urge going to hear the host of the show, alongside my wonderful host, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. I have the hiccups right now, so try and get over that. Sucks, Brad. Sorry. Hard to hear that, uh, but I actually remembered to turn on the the lights in the back over here, so got those going on today. Uh, but hope everyone is having a good day. Hope that uh, everyone is having a good uh, Monday. If when you're listening to this in the public, but for those who are patrons and get this a day early, or get at, because they get early access, hope you're having a good Sunday. If you want to go ahead and get this episode a day early. Make sure you go to the Patreon and subscribe and pledge a dollar at patreon.com slash nerdcore for early access to videos just like this one. But, uh, yeah, Brad, um, hmm. what what's going on, man? I mean, what, what what is your, how's your Sunday been? Not too bad, not too bad. I haven't Saturday, really actually. done much. Saturday. Saturday, yeah, I haven't done much. Yeah. yeah. So, I continued on what I did yesterday. Watch this movie or what? I did watch oh. this movie. I watched this movie this morning. So. Okay, okay, okay. I watched. I watched, started watching this movie like in the afternoon. Finished it up like the evening because I went to go eat something. But um, it's only an hour and thirty minute movie, if that. Thirty four, yeah. No, yeah. not not the longest we've done. You know, yeah. What's it called? It's a uh, good old Cronenberg time, right? Cronenberg time. Love Cronenberg time. My favorite love time. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yep. Um, but just I had a. What's it called? Just woke up, walked the dogs, and then what's it called? I went back to sleep, woke up because my brother called me, fell asleep again, woke up, made breakfast. What's it called? I started watching this movie. Then the afternoon went to go. We went out to eat again, eat something. Came back, finished this movie, finished it, and had like a couple more hours left until we did show here. So I started watching After Sun. Haven't finished watching it yet, but. Pretty much all I've done today. I made waffles. You made waffles. I, I made, made an omelet. Yeah. Yeah. See, we can cook for ourselves. Yeah, I just hate it. <laughs> it sucks. Then having to clean everything. Fuck yeah. that. You see, that's the thing is like you know, cooking wouldn't be the most draining task at hand if you didn't have to clean it all up after. Yeah. It's exactly. like, oh, eat it. I'm done eating. I'm so full. It's like, oh. I had to clean this shit up. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. You can't win. You can't win in anything. Either cost yeah. too much money to go out to eat or it costs too much time to cook and clean. Yep. Yep. But uh either way, I hope I hope everyone's doing well. Um, I hope y'all are having a good day wherever you're watching this and listening to this. 
Uh, we're continuing on with our Wong Kar Wai month, and this week's film is Ashes of Time. I've never seen this film, and also I forgot to, uh, I, I need to, what's it called, correct myself. Last week I said that we are not watching Fallen Angels, and I looked at my schedule. Brad, we are watching Fallen Angels. <laughs> so we should be watching Fallen Angels. Yeah, we're watching Fallen Angels next week. That's our review for Monday. Was that and my then pick? What... No, Brad. Or, this or is, is this in... my pick. You have no picks this month. Oh, this oh it's all month. your picks. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it's my so month. you can't blame me for any of this. <laughs> no, no. I've seen. This is the only one I've haven't seen. So this is this month is meant for me to introduce you to stuff, right? You know. But uh, Fallen Angels is next week, and then the week after that is In the Mood for Love, and our Patreon mini is My Blueberry Nights. Uh, Brad, don't worry, Brad. That one is his English. Uh, what's it called? It's, an Amer- it's his American film, so that one's in oh, English. Okay. There you go. So, so I can look at my phone well. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen that one either, Brad. You can't blame me for anything. So, yeah. yeah. At least I know that Fallen Angels and In the Mood for Love, at least I like them. I don't know if you will, but... I. Uh, I'm at least giving you something that I, I mean. I like I like the Chunking Express. That was good. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, enough of the banter that apparently people hate online. Yeah, just skip five minutes, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into this, Brad. So, guys, this movie came out in 1994, and then a Redux version came out in 2008, which was the one that Brad and I watched. So, if you haven't watched this film, then go ahead and get out of here. We care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers, or you've already seen the film, then Stay here. Either way, how any of those things go, dude, y'all, I don't know what to say anymore. I'm tired. <laughs> um, what's it called? Better wake um, up. we we'll get a live show after this. I know. <laughs> wake up. Uh, either way, how any of that goes, guys, it's your one and only spoiler warning. And it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> oh, maybe we should tell Kylie that this is pre-recorded. Yeah, oh, Kylie, it's pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded, Kylie. Yeah. You know, after five minutes in. Yeah, five minutes <laughs> in, man. Minutes oh, in. well. Pre-recorded, guys. She'll Sorry. figure it out. Yeah. Why won't they answer my, my what's it called, the questions? Because it's pre-recorded. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not because we're Live assholes, show. which we yeah. can be. But, yeah, we just, you know, just hang around here. What's up? Yeah. Uh, Ashes of Time is a 1994 Hong Kong film written and directed by Wong Kar Wai and inspired by characters from Jin Yong's novel, The Legend of the Condor Heroes. Um, that's all that it has. Um, yeah. Good to know. The Cantonese title literally translates to Eastern Heretic, Western Venom. It's uh, written and directed by Wong Kar Wai. The story is by Louis Shaw. Produced by Wong Kar Wai, Jeffrey Lau, and Jackie Pang. It stars Leslie Chung, Tony Long Chiu Wai. Oh no, Tony Long Kafai, Kafai, Bridget Lin, Tony Long Chiu Wai, uh, Karina Lau, Charlie Young, uh, Jackie Chung, and Maggie Chung. Ooh, Maggie Chung is in this one. Wow, that's great. Yeah, cinematography is done by none other than Christopher Doyle, who pretty much since this point has already been working with. Uh, Wong Kar Wai for two movies in this year. Uh, edited by Haiki Wai, Kwang Chiu Young, William Chang, and Patrick Tam. Music is done by Frankie Chan, Roy Garcia, who did the music for what's it called, the uh, Chunking Express as well. And it what's it called, uh, sits at an hour and 40 minutes for the original version, 
but the redux that we watched is 93 minutes so it's an hour and 33 and it cost 40 million hong kong dollars i don't know what their currency is called and in the hong kong box office it made 9,023,583 hong kong dollars and in us dollars it made a million nine hundred and twelve thousand four hundred ninety, and for the Redux. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the, what it you know, equates and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Since that was basically nothing, I'm gonna read you all some what's it called? Um, some trivia, trivia here. Trivia. Trivia. Yeah. Um, the film had an exhausting effect on Wong Kar Wai. While on hiatus during the editing process, he wrote and shot. Chunking Express to clear his head. Okay. Wait, there was oh a two? Oh, my God. Or was it two or was it Chunking Express as well? No, no. He shot. So he made this movie. Yeah. And during the editing process, he decided to just write and shoot Chunking Express. Chunking Express. Okay, so there yeah. wasn't a Chunking Express 2. No, 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 no. Okay. It was, he shot it to clear his head. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently, Joey Wong, uh, Verica, Veronica Keep. Uh, okay, well, these are I don't know about this. Uh, uh, Wong Wai is characterized by shooting without a fixed script. Before shooting, Tony Lung Kifai even only knew that the character was called Huang Yoshi and did not know the specific part of the play. Leslie Chung encountered three accidents during his cooperation career with uh, Wong Kar Wai, which led him to say that he did not agree. He did not agree with Wong Kar Wai. One of the accidents was stung by a scorpion while filming Ashes of Time. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, but it's a scorpion, bro. Like, Red. I, I know you know you know you live by where scorpions are, right? Yeah. A lot of scorp- You gotta be you gotta be careful where you step, right? Yeah. Because they gonna blend get in very well to the desert, so it's yeah. pretty bad. You can yeah. see them with the black light, though. Yeah. Oh man, but um, yeah, guys. Basically, like we watched Redux. The Redux was crafted because what's it called? All the old reels and stuff were pretty much lost or damaged, so he had to re-edit this movie and rescore this movie. And he ended up re-releasing it in 2008 under Ashes of Time Redux. But, yeah. Brad, I guess since both of us haven't watched this film, and I've been going to you for the past couple of episodes, I guess I'm going to go first then. Okay. Um, I like this movie, but it's easily the weakest of his movies that I've seen. Um, And that is me borderline saying that I pretty much was not on the same wavelength of this movie for most of the time. For most of the time, uh, this movie obviously looks beautiful. It looks beautiful, shot beautifully by Christopher Doyle. Its production design is beautiful as well, but the story just never grabbed me, man. And it's just I get what he's trying to do, and I know that Wong Kar Wai loves this, and he wanted to create more of a romantic Wuxia film, and to an extent it does work with the dialogue that he has in there, but it just never worked to like grab my attention as much as like his other work does. But um, Brad, what are your initial thoughts on ashes of time? Uh, I'm just going to start with say the fight scenes in this are amazing. Oh, yeah. Like all the fighting scenes, like choreography oh, yeah. and all that 
the shooting of it fucking amazing in this i love that but i have an issue with this movie and that it drags it yeah. is slow you can feel the slowness of this pacing throughout the whole thing and I, I think that's, you're right. It, the story doesn't grab you. There's a lot of jumping in between characters of like here and there and everywhere. And the story just, I don't know, if he had sat down again and kind of, you know, figured out the story better and maybe edited it better, it would have flowed better. But yeah. what you have here, it, it's a, it's only an hour and 34 minutes. Is that what we said? Yeah, 33, hour and 33. It, it felt like three. That's, that's kind <sighs> yeah. of what it feels. It's slow. It, it's slow, which which is is bad because you know the rest of this film is done pretty well. It's a great like martial arts movie. It really is on the fighting part of it. It's just it's slow. Yeah, and it's like you know, I know they're two completely different films. Like this is supposed to be more of a meditative approach to Wuxia films, but like I look at something like The Grandmaster. And I'm like, oh, that just that did it. That did it better. Like that does it, it better. It like, and it has... we didn't we didn't feel the greatest about Grandmaster either. But that did that. That had a better pacing, a better story, in my opinion. Yeah. Also, it had the longest fucking train I ever saw in a movie. Yeah. And even then, it has better choreography, like better, better choreography and stuff. But in some part, I I mean, I like the choreography in this. Like the the one where the barefoot like um yeah assassin, I guess you could call him. Jumping around and just fucking shit up. That was cool. Yeah, or the the blind swordsman as well. Who yeah, the, right like all of that. Like I, I really like the ways those were shot and everything. Yeah, I just kind of wish that like as much as Wong Kar Wai extends his hand here, like I wish I had enough of substance to be able to grab onto it and be able to say like, oh, this movie is something that I'm on its I'm on its wavelength of what it's trying to say, and. Throughout this movie, I just I never got that. I never did. I, I just, just I was like I was like okay, I'm I'm here, but like nothing is interesting me enough to be able to sit through here and say like wow, I'm falling I'm falling in love with this story. Like, I, I think a major issue with this is that you have the main character in this who's telling the story, and you yeah. stick with him and have an understanding of him, but all the all the other characters in the you barely glance over like. It, there you go back and forth to them really glance over the story so you don't really care like the female yeah. movie they get lost like literally like they like it's just glancing blows oh that's his wife and he sends his wife like you really don't see her again at the very end and i i mean that's kind of like with all the female characters in this and some of the male characters it's just like well he was there and now he's not he did <laughs> i gotta say the performances are pretty good though uh yeah. i really do like uh Tony Longchowai's uh, performance, Tony Long Cafe, and I'm trying to remember what was her name. The girl at the end, um, that that lady at the end just had an incredible what's it called a uh, final monologue, and I loved it. And what's I, I wish that what's it called uh, we got to see more of that from this movie. Like where that's it's it's like I think that's a big problem where it's at the end where the story's really starting to grab me, and mm -hmm. it's like you had almost an hour and. Um, an hour and um, and thirty. What's it called? An hour and ten minutes before to, this to get, to get me there. And you yeah, yeah, like it. forty minutes, and you you decided, yeah. yeah, you know, nah, nah. But um, you know, they all can't be winners, right? You, you know, they can't mm -hmm. be all winners. And I I gotta say that even then, 
even though that there's all these things that like I obviously am, had a problem with, I I love the cinematography. Like Christopher Doyle's cinematography is pretty good. fucking good. I mean, I I I wish it was a, the little cleaner, but you know, when was this movie yeah. made? 1994. So yeah, you're you're using Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fucking film yeah. back in the day. 94 and he only what's it called re-edited the film so he didn't really remaster it it's available on blu-ray but like this hasn't been given a proper cleanup like this yeah, needs, a cleanup. needs a cleanup i think if you did a cleanup you'd have a lot better at least visual yeah on to what already is a pretty good visual yeah but um these what's it called i don't know where the distribution right rights are, are, are with this one because like the the set that Criterion put out put pretty much all of his films except for this one, My Blueberry Nights, and what's it called, uh, The Grandmaster. So uh, I don't know by Newport Entertainment. You, yeah, chances are that like that that stuff is they just don't lost exist anymore. Probably, <laughs> probably that stuff is just lost, and it's like yeah. they need to get the distribution rights to that stuff so they can order a good freaking what's it called um a good um a good restoration, but. Leads to say, what's it called? I, I still really like the way that it looked. Like, I really like the locations they chose. Like, that desert was freaking awesome, too. And there was some moments in here where, like, some of those, like, the shot, Brad, at the end. Not towards the end, but it's towards the end, right? Where it's dark. Mm-hmm. And you see the light pouring out from the cloud. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the part where you're talking about, I've never really looked at the desert. Yeah, before. yeah. Like, that shot. Oh, yeah. my that was really God. Good. What a beautiful shot. I mean, I would have hated to be on that set, though. It just looked like suffering because and, I yeah. live in a desert. So just being out there, that looked even more like a desert. I'm just like, I'm, I'm not not digging that. I kind of <laughs> understand why Juan Carlos was so like, you know, just done burnt out with this with this freaking movie. <laughs> like he's like, it might just... have been a problem, too, because I think part of this feels kind of rushed. Like I said, like he could have rewrote a few things, edited a few things better, and probably would have had a really, you know, good movie that we're kind of been used to here. Yeah, yeah, but obviously, what's it called? Uh, things didn't go the way it expected, and this, what's it called? Uh, it obviously exhausted him to a point that he ended up creating probably one of his freaking best works. Man, I mean, but um. Yeah, man. Um, I like the I like the score too. I think it's fine. What's it called? Uh, yeah. it's, it's an okay score. Um, to me, the films of Wong Kar Wai, uh, the score is never as what's it called as great as the uh, soundtrack that he uses. Like Wong Kar Wai is very much known for including music that he likes and that he what's it called uh, experienced when he was young. Can so, I live on. <laughs> <Dream>. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um. Other than that, like it has its things that I like, it has its things that I didn't like, and I mean, I mean, if you really like, you know, the the martial arts fighting, yeah, good movie to watch, yeah. But kind of just skip through, like, get until you get to fighting scenes. Now, Brad, have you seen Hero from uh, Mm, from with Jet Li? I don't think so. Oh my god, bro! If I have, it was a long time ago. Um, You bringing up Jet Li? And now I'm just thinking of Jet Li and DMX, and I kind of want to watch that movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I mean, what's it called? I'm a, you know, if you want to check it, but what's it called? Uh, so that one, what's it called? Was another film? Is a Wuxia film? That what's it called? I also kind of have the huh? same idea. Like it's what's it called? Kind of slow, and like the story isn't as interesting as it is. But 
what Zhang Yimou does in that film is far more interesting than this one because like he balances it out and be like, okay, I want to have a story about a freaking what's it called guy who's wandering and being like, I want to find love, but I want to balance it out with the Luxia genre. And I understand what Wong Kar Wai is going for here because he's never a guy who stick wants to stick to the genre, conf, uh, wants to stay confined to the genre that he's working in. He mm-hmm. always wants to put a little bit of his style. So include a lot of that romanticism and stuff like that. But this just compared to that film, this just feels so unbalanced. And it's like compared to like Chunking Express, like Chunking Express like had good movement. It had me like glued to the screen. This yeah. this was losing interest in between the fighting scenes. It just the story just wasn't fleshed out. Yeah. It wasn't there for me. Yeah, yeah. It's script ultimately was what brings it down but yeah um, and i I wish i could have cared more about some of the characters and stuff which would have helped but you like i said you kind of skip around a lot and you don't really stick you know to to one overall character except the main character narrating the story yep but uh, maybe one day we'll watch hero brad and talk about it on an international film month because what's it called uh has jet lee tony chai uh tony long tony long show Wai, maggie chung uh donnie yen Hmm. like it's it's a pretty Okay, uh, Luxia film, but the action is pretty fucking cool, and it's shot by Christopher Doyle. There you go. Yeah. So it's probably. I mean, I'll probably like the fighting scenes. Yeah, yeah. All right, Brad. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Ashes of Time. Cam, it just feels bad to give it something as low as this, but I'm gonna go ahead and give Ashes of Time a five and a half out of ten. That's you know, it's it's borderline meh. If yeah, it wasn't as beautifully shy as it is, yeah, I pretty much would be that. like. Eh. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch this anytime soon. Nah, maybe just nah. clips of the martial arts fighting on YouTube. But other than that, yeah. probably not. If y'all restore it, I'll re I'll revisit it. Yeah, but in the meantime, y'all. I mean, that's my score. Brad, what are you gonna go ahead and give it? I'm gonna give pretty similar. I think think deserving of a six out of ten. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. That's our review of Ashes of Time, y'all. And we thank you all so much for sticking around and listening to this review. If you are watching this on YouTube, please leave a like on this video and subscribe to our channel. But you're not done yet. Stop. Click that notification bell. I know you didn't do it. Click it. Press all so you don't get a so you don't miss a single piece of content that comes to this channel. Also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or any other app that allows you to rate a show. Drop a five-star review, please. It helps us out. We've been doing this for almost we've been doing this for almost seven years, guys. We are very much deserving of that beautiful five star, aren't we? That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also, if you like I said, if you wanted to get this episode a day early, all you need to do is go to www.patreon.com slash nerdcore. Follow us on all our other social media like our website, thenerdcore.com, our Twitter at the nerdcore underscore, and our What's it called? Um, Instagram, the Nerdcore. I'm sorry. I just, my brain just decided to stop there. Um, but of course, we want to thank our Patreon supporters, anybody who watches this video, anybody who, what's it called, supports us, and also our wonderful legacy producer, Shane. Where can you find him, Brad? You can follow our friend uh, Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK. Or on Twitter at Thrifted IL, or go buy something from the Seppi God at Prison City Vintage in Illinois. Damn right. 
also we have uh I know I know now who I'm supposed to shout out. I'm yeah, what's it called? Yeah, well not a few, we only have one. Um oh. the way the few. new the new let's call tier. Oh that's part. true, that's true. The way that we, we upped if y'all did not know, we updated our Patreon. Yeah. Tiers. So if you're at the twenty five and above, you get your shout out and all the other stuff that you get to do that um you all should just check Movie it out on picks Patreon. Account. That we could that we review, yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh thank you, Kylie. Kylie PLI on Twitter. Thank Kylie PF Sports 90 on Instagram. Thank you so much, Kylie. And we, we should be watching we should oh we should be doing a commentary on the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here. Her. Sometime soon, yes. Yeah. Yep. Pork uh right? <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> but of course the movie we'll should be... <laughs> not be as good as it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be listening to us next time on this show. We are going to be talking about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Did I do this because I want to secure a nomination from 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 Brad for Best Animated Feature on the South Texas Film Critics Association? I don't know. Will this go into the Golden Nerdies nominations? I don't know. But I wanted to make sure that Brad got to watch this before the cutoff. Guillermo, day. watch it. <laughs> cutoff day. Yeah. For yeah. You know, I I know that if 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 we didn't take it seriously, I would allow Brad to just let that be nominated, even though he didn't watch it. But we take this pretty fucking seriously, so you know yeah. we're gonna we're gonna you know, yeah, he's got fucking what's it called to watch it. But uh, in the meantime, I got, guys, I, I gotta get the Disney Pinocchio, the the, yeah, the new yeah. one out, taste out of my mouth. Just yeah. the hardness of that. Oh God, yeah. Oh, as Marlon Brando once said, right, Brad? Oh, the horror. Oh, I rather would have seen Fat Brando instead of that fucking movie. There's <laughs> a lot of things I would have rather have seen than that movie. <laughs> yep. Without further ado, Brad, let's get him out of here. All right, Raul. Thank you for being the host as always. Thank you to all those who are uh, joining us in the future and chatting it up. We won't be here because that, this is a pre-recording, but thank you anyway. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And um, to end this episode, um, uh, don't don't take a don't take a sword through the throat. Or if you're gonna find a blind swordsman, make sure that it's like three minutes until sunset. Yeah, yeah, it's dark. And also, you know, don't leave don't leave the guy you hire just sitting there in the sand and be like, yeah, he talks to you. <laughs> What? <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, young Yoda out. Corpse did not talk, by the way. I'm just seeing it out there. <laughs>